You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. You know, Lauren, they say that uh, 25% of success in life is based on skill and the rest of it is based on luck and timing. Uh, 75%, by the way, I do know the math. And uh, um, so today we're going to talk a little bit about that, the timing associated to uh, marketing and what good and bad timing is or poor timing is, correct? Yes, absolutely. So you're right. I mean, in marketing and many things, just quite frankly, in life as human beings, timing is everything, right? It's important. Yeah. Um, and I see that what brought this topic up for me as I saw, you know, something and it just kind of, I was just like, why, you know, you, someone, a business dropped something that I thought was, you know, major news and exciting and a huge lift, but the timing and when they dropped it, I just happened upon it later, but I was just kind of going back and looking around and poking around and, you know, the timing of when they announced this was awful, just quite frankly. Okay. And so that's what brought up this topic. And I, I see it, you know, quite often. And it's also a common question that I get a lot. Like, when should I send my email campaign? When should we distribute this to the media? When should I pitch this? Right. right. So it's not just marketing campaigns. It's really communications in general. So I just thought maybe we could touch on kind of some of these topics and when and when you shouldn't be launching things. Um, And honestly, I thought it was really good and timely right now because, you know, obviously it's a holiday season. We are a few days until Christmas and then you've got the New Year holiday. And I'm not saying that we do this, but, you know, a lot of people um, take off these couple of weeks or, you know, they just kind of go to sleep at the wheel, you know, like, there's holiday parties, there's personal things to do. There's, you know, we're, we're ready and waiting for 24. So my 23 is done. I'm not doing a lot of work. Right. Right. So between everyone's personal and professional lives, like right now is not the time to be launching some brand new product campaign, whatever it is. Like it would have to be very, very specific and I, I can't even think of something to give like a dumb example of that I think would be awesome to drop right now, honestly. So um, I just thought now would be a good time to kind of address this and for your 2024 planning. So I guess first and foremost, let's kind of talk about um, media relations. That one's kind of, I guess, the low hanging fruit for me. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. we'll talk about like some social media, email marketing and that kind of stuff too. So You bet. You bet. So, like I said, this is a question I get a lot and something that, you know, we, when we're working with clients, we discuss. And there are certain days, times that I feel are better or more successful when other, you're either pitching a story or, um, you know, just dropping a press release. So, obviously, well, I shouldn't say obviously, Friday afternoons, Fridays in general are, are a no. Right. Um, even if you're wanting to get like on a weekend segment, say it's like dropping to TV, you should have already done that several days in advance. Like one day in advance is not going to cut it like at all. So I think that, um, you know, Fridays are, are pretty much out for media relations, um, options. 
Um, even if you're looking to pitch for something for the next week, I still would back it up to like Wednesday or Thursday, not Friday. People are checked out or they're so busy wrapping up the week or planning for the next week already. You know, it's just not good timing. They've, so. they've already moved on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was happening actually prior to COVID uh, prior to the pandemic. And then the pandemic, I feel like has accentuated that a bit. And the fact that basically like Fridays aren't even really a work day. I mean, they're kind of just a cleanup slash get ready for the next week and try to jet day kind of thing. So exactly. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the media relations wrap. Um, I think it, depending on what your news is, Monday morning can be good. If it's something like a little bit harder news, if you're looking for something softer, more of like a feature, um, something, especially I'm kind of talking TV radio, more like live, um, you know, Tuesday through Thursday is where I would land. Wednesdays are good. If you're looking for longer term, you know, magazines, specialty publications, you need to look at their editorial calendar and know when their deadlines are. So it's yeah. really not about the day of the week. It's like the month or even Absolutely. the quarter. So back it up even further. Um more like influencer blogs, those kind of things, those are a little bit more fluid. So that's more of a relationship based too. So knowing, you know, their schedules and things, but you know, I'm not going to narrow that down to a day or a time either. I think just be smart with what you're doing. You know, probably sending emails at 3am is not the most professional thing to do. So no, just keep that no. in mind. Right. <laughs> um, and then let's move on to some social media. So this is also a question and I'm sure we both get a lot like when should I be posting? When should I put out important information? And there's really yes, there are some days and times just in general that all of the platforms have higher usage. Um that doesn't necessarily mean it's correct for your audience. So my best answer for this is doing some testing. So let just for an example, um we have a client that, you know, maybe has a really uh, heavy mom demographic. So they're in the carpool line at certain times of the day, right? They're up mm-hmm. late after their kids go to bed, you know. So thinking through your audience details like that is really important. So yeah. that's very yeah. individually based. Well, and that's based on, like you say, your audience and basically their uh, lifestyle cycles, like a better terms. And so yeah. if you're... If you can uh, identify your audience and know your audience, it kind of goes back to the whole content and audience uh, driven piece. Like, how do you connect with with those folks and and when? And that timing is critical. Don't do it on Monday morning at 8 a.m. Because uh, like you talked about, if they're kind of a mommy based marketing uh, audience, they're getting their kids ready to go to school. Like, don't do that. Like, wait until they're, you know, drop the kids off or they're home or doing Pilates or listening to the, you know, whatever, uh, at the gym or whatever. So, Right. So I would just say do your testing and, um, you know, look at your days, times. I would kind of just, honestly, I chart it just like in a very simple document. I think that's the easiest way to do it. And make sure you're doing that for each platform. That's the best way. Like what's best for Facebook won't be the same for Instagram or if you're on TikTok or, you know, whatever other platform. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And even like, uh, like Hootsuite and other aggregators like that, even Facebook will provide you some of those basic things. Like just saying like Facebook usage is really high on Wednesdays from seven to eight. You could start with that generic data just as, you know, somewhere to start, just some direction for each of the platforms. 
and then kind of, you know, personalize it from there. I think that's kind of, that makes it easier because if you just start looking at, well, I have 24 hours in a day and seven days in a week, that's a lot of options, right? It's so, overwhelming, right? Yeah. It's overwhelming. So maybe kind of use some of that data to lean on and then, you know, narrow it down from there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's so good. Oh, go that's ahead. Really Sorry. Good. No, no, that's so good because it, I'm, I'm kind of going back the, the timing and the overwhelm, like it's just what's your subject, who you're trying to, you know, influence or talk to and then what are you going to tell them i mean you mentioned it kind of out of the bat but december 18th i mean people are basically checking out now if they haven't already for the end of the year so don't drop something i mean i was trying to actually wrap my mind around the only thing i could think of would be like a chimney sweeping company or something that would maybe use like you know santa did some of the work but let us finish it up or something like that where you know, it's like people thinking about, it, but they're not getting even thinking about it now. It's will be like the first of January or whatever. Like and after, yeah, yeah, after, and they've probably already been using their fireplace through the season season anyway, depending on the weather. Right. So, like, you know, it's just you just kind of think this stuff through. You can't just drop stuff because it's you know same old, same old or whatever. So, right, or you know, drop it, and someone might see it once. That's a not not enough repetition to make a decision, right? No, so, no. even if the timing of that like initial announcement or whatever it is is cutesy and like goes, it, there should have been some pre and obviously some post messaging too. So, yeah, thinking through that whole process is really important. Um, Let's talk a little bit about email marketing. Um, I will say I think this one's a little more broad also and audience dependent. However, kind of the same rules apply um, to like, especially right now. I mean, the holiday season, how many emails are we all getting every day? Like sales stuff and shopping. And yeah. oh my gosh, it's awful, right? So we talked about this in a holiday marketing um podcast episode specifically, which was starting early. Um, If you are using holidays, which is a good idea in some instances for marketing kind of waypoints and launches, I think starting early, even if Valentine's Day is another bad one, right? That just gets inundated. But any holiday starting early, don't just drop it on that day, like at least have some teasers out there. Um, Because on the day of a holiday, you know, we're all getting a million emails, whether a brand is just saying, Merry Christmas, or if it's another special offer, there's just so much to push through. Mm-hmm. In your regular general email marketing, I think it's important to find, again, finding your place. So doing some testing, you know, trying to send your newsletters in the afternoon versus the morning. Um, some clients have really good success like early morning. So it's in their inbox first thing. Some other client audiences, we do really well at nighttime. So right. And then lunchtime is also good. People are, you know, you know, on their lunch break and kind of like checking personal email and stuff like that. So maybe try with those three spots and then narrow it down from there. Love it. And then as as far as days, I think it really depends on your topic too. You know, if you're business to business, sending something to someone on Sunday or Saturday night doesn't really make sense because they don't want to be thinking about work. Right? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> so right. weekdays, stick to weekdays. Um, or if it's something business related, if it's something more personal related, you know, thinking about those other times when they're not working or when they're supposed to be working and schedule around them. So that's yes. kind of some good, good starters, but definitely do some testing in that round too. 
Well, and nobody wants to, like you say, no one wants to really think about work or sales or whatever during that time. They're already probably getting um, uh, messages from their boss or whatever. Like, why do you want to be part of that deal? Like, it's not even, you know, part of it. So don't do that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I think that those are like kind of my main things. And those are the things that I get asked about a lot. Um, Can you think about any others that you could ask about a lot? Like, when should I talk about this? When should I do this? No, I mean, I think sometimes I also feel like the timing is uh, looms large in someone's mind versus like, you know, people say like, when should I update my website or when's it great? It's not really, to me, it's not really about the updating per se. It's not like people are like, uh, you know, like, scouting your website all of the time it's how you promote that information and i think that's where your timing cues are really good in other words like put that information out let it sit there for a couple of days let it marinate maybe you put it out on wednesday thursday and then talk about it on tuesday for two reasons one is some people may already be talking about it great Two is you can look at it and see if it's exactly what you want. And then you can fire out that e-newsletter on a Tuesday. You can do some social media hits. You can, you know, reveal it to the media, that type of thing. Um, The other thing about the media relations side of it, which I totally agree with you on, is that the media relations cycle has really gone uh, I would call massive 24 seven. In other words, it used to be back in the day, you know, your media cycle was, you know, whatever, 7am to, you know, 8pm yeah. or something like that. And now it's just all the time. So it's interesting because I feel like as strategic communicators, we have to almost limit what we have to put out or can put out. Mm-hmm. But yet, like for my journalist side or reporter side, they're like always churning, right? And so you can get texts from somebody or a journalist at like, you know, nine o'clock or 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Like I'm looking for blah, 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 blah. And you have to realize like, okay, are they looking for that now or not? And so it's kind of an internal timing situation. It's a little bit of a tangent, but understanding that if you answer back, hey, I've got this person because there's a there's a need to get that person on TV or radio or whatever or podcast cool but then you as the strategic communication public relations practitioner have to realize like you need to preface that with like but I would prefer them to be on the Tuesday show in other words you're not looking to just fill a gap for that reporter if that makes any sense and so right. you know you got to be real careful because you know you need to be a, a good uh, cl- uh, what do you call a representative for your client? Uh, getting them on uh, broadcast media is great, but getting them on broadcast media at the right time uh, to influence people or to share stories with people is much better than just blanket uh, launch or live uh, media. Exactly. So, anyway, that's a, that I, was a I long mean, that was a long shitty no, chat. But. That's really good advice, though, because just because there's an opportunity or a hole to fill doesn't mean that's still the best time. And that could go with any of these tactics we just discussed, really. You know, um, just because you haven't sent a newsletter in three weeks doesn't mean that sending it right now because so-and-so told you to means that it's appropriate. Right. Not necessarily the best time. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So. 
I mean, I think, you know, just kind of the end of the day, we are just hoping that, you know, if you have put together something great, whether it's a whole campaign or an announcement, a launch, whatever it is, we just don't want your message to get lost and sending it and or starting launching it at the wrong time. You've put in a lot of work and effort, you know, to get a flat result. So, yeah, yeah. and no one wants to play in a reach, right? <laughs> so there's, there's kind of, there's no redos, especially in your own brain. So I think that hopefully this will be a little bit of helpful advice and just maybe at least make you stop and think and think through kind of all the different directions something can go. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, this has been great, Lauren, and the timing is almost perfect. It's been a snippet of information that is chocked full of nuggets of wonderful use. So uh, speaking of timing, I think it's probably time to wrap it up. So I'm Tony Van. I'm Lauren Doherty, and we will talk to you in a couple of weeks after the holidays. That's good. Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.